Hello and welcome to episode two of the Wisdom from the Akasha podcast. My name is Susie and I am an Akashic Records teacher. I also do one-on-one sessions for people using the Akashic Records to read their Akashic Records and to do energy work in the Akashic Records, which we call Akashic Clearing. This week we are going to get a little bit woo-woo. So if talking about all things galactic and soul's journeys on other planets and within other star systems isn't for you. This is not the episode for you. For those of you who follow me on social media, you will know that my process of choosing what topics to discuss largely involves my own Akashic Records. And when I asked the Akashic Records which topics they wanted me to discuss on social media over the coming weeks, there were two things that came up. One was the difference between the indirect and the direct paths of spiritual development. I'm going to cover that separately. And this is the second topic that they asked me to discuss, which was star seeds. So before I get into the actual meat of the topic of signs that you may be a star seed, I first want to acknowledge that there is disagreement in the Akashic Records readers and teachers community about whether or not you are able to access information about other star systems that the soul has incarnated within through somebody's Akashic Records. You will see both sides of this discussion and everything in between. You will have people who will say you absolutely cannot access this type of information through people's Akashic Records and then you will have people who will say you absolutely can and can get loads and loads of information about those lifetimes in different star systems. I am somewhere in between and what I would like to say in respect of those who say that you cannot access this information at all, we must always remember that when you are working with an Akashic Records reader, if they have a fixed belief and if their fixed belief is that they are unable to access information like this from the Akashic Records, then they won't be able to access that information from the Akashic Records. If they have been taught that they are not able to access that information, then the teaching of that has then turned into a fixed belief, which means they are not going to be able to access that specific information. This goes with any fixed belief that an Akashic Records reader has and part of the job of someone who is training to become an Akashic Records reader is to make sure that they become aware of and that they work on dissolving as many of the fixed beliefs that they have. Reading the Akashic Records is a process of channeling and when you open to channel it's very important that you allow yourself to just receive all the information that comes through it's your responsibility to be the clearest channel that you can possibly be. Channeling and obviously the process of channeling the Akashic Records is very much a process of surrender, surrender, surrender. If you hold on to a fixed belief that you are unable to access this type of information and you don't surrender that belief, then you're not going to be able to access this type of information. Now, on the other side of the discussion is people who can get whole 45 minutes worth of information pertaining to an individual's past life within a specific star system. And 
These types of readings are fascinating. They're really interesting to listen to. But as I said, I'm somewhere in between. And this goes for past life information in general, whether it's on Earth or off Earth. My intention when I go in to read somebody's Akashic Records is what is the information and guidance that this person needs today to be able to help them move forward in their life today? Can we identify perhaps block, energetic blocks that have originated within a past life and are we able to release those? Are we able to get an understanding of this particular soul's purpose, their mission, to help give them guidance in certain aspects of their life. For me personally, I can get off-earth lifetime information through in the Akashic Records because I do not have that fixed belief that I cannot. However, because my intention is always around getting the information that is most useful to the individual on the day that they have that reading, I don't get 45 minutes worth of information purely about their past lives or about their past lives on other star systems. With all that being said, for some individuals, understanding where their soul has been in previous incarnations other than Earth can be really, really helpful for them into understanding themselves, understanding why they feel certain ways, and Remembering that each of the different star systems is essentially a different school. It's a different school system. It's where you go to learn different things. Can be really helpful for people into understanding why they are drawn to certain practices, certain modalities, and help them to move forward in a way where they can be of service to the collective. When I do open up someone's Akashic Records and they ask about their off-earth lifetimes, one of the first things that always comes through in the Akashic Records is what I have come to term the starseed caveat. And the starseed caveat is that if somebody has had lifetimes within other star systems, it does not make them any better than anybody else. We must always remember that the ego is always in the background on your spiritual journey and it loves to attach itself to any of the terms like starseed, like light worker. One of the things that I see a lot in the spiritual community is people finding out their star system lifetimes and then become very attached to them kind of dissociating from their earth incarnation and it all being about their star system lifetimes. This, of course, is extremely normal ego behavior, attaching itself to something and then using that attachment to make itself feel like it's better than. I always want to just highlight that when people get this information, the starseed caveat within the Akashic Records is it does not make you any better than anybody else who is incarnated at this time. Different souls choose different star systems and different lives and different contracts based on what that soul wants to experience, what it wants to learn and how it wants to evolve. You will, of course, come to a point on your spiritual journey, even if you have had lifetimes within other star systems, 
that actually doesn't really matter to you, that you're not really interested in it and you're just interested in this incarnation and how you want to move forward. If you found yourself getting very attached to the definition or the star system that you have been incarnated in, please don't worry. It's a completely normal part of spiritual development. But if you are interested, if this is the first time you have perhaps come across this term and you just want to understand a little bit more about what this term starseed is, what it means, and perhaps try to identify if you are one, then this is the podcast for you because we're going to get into the kind of common signs that I see with people who, when we go into their Akashic records, we find out that they do have lifetimes within other star systems. One final point I would like to make before I go into those signs is that all souls come from source. You are an individualized fractal of source consciousness. When people refer to starseed origins or wanting to understand where their soul comes from, all souls come from the same source. Now, essentially what then happens is the soul goes on its adventures. Those adventures sometimes include lifetimes within other star systems. Where people refer to starseed origins, often what they're referring to is the star system within which they have had an incarnation which they really resonate with and which they have a very strong connection to. It doesn't mean that's where their soul actually comes from. With all that being said, now let's take a quick look at the different signs that people often resonate with when they first come across the term starseed and they want a list of signs as to whether or not they are someone who has had these lifetimes within different star systems. Sign number one would be a feeling of homesickness and this is probably one of the strongest sign or symptom that I get with most people when they first come across this term. They have this deep feeling of homesickness, a feeling like they don't belong here on earth, that there's somewhere else that actually their soul belongs to. Along with the homesickness, there does tend to be a deep sense of purpose or soul mission. So they have this, again, this very deeply innate feeling that their soul is here for a reason, that there is something that they're here to achieve. Oftentimes they don't know what that is and they don't know why that feeling's there. They just know that there is this bigger purpose to the incarnation. The next sign probably will come as no big surprise to anyone when we're talking about this topic, that people who have got lifetimes within other star systems other than Earth often have a fascination with space. You'll often find that they love sci-fi movies, they are really drawn to things like Star Wars or Star Trek, and oftentimes they will go on to study space itself. So whether that is through the more scientific route of astronomy or astrology, they often really are interested in the more cosmological journey that a soul has. A lot of the time, these souls will have multiple missions whilst they're on Earth, and they will often incarnate into a family for a specific reason rather than incarnating with their actual soul family. So it is very normal for a starseed to feel like they don't belong within a family system, for a lot of these souls, they have chosen to go into a family to perhaps break some 
karmic patterning within that family to undertake some ancestral healing to become the cycle breaker essentially for that family's system and that is not an easy task when you are still growing up and you are still in that family system and you don't realize that you are here to be different in respect of that family that you have chosen it can leave those souls dealing with that trauma for the early part of their adult life and oftentimes for these individuals specifically understanding why they chose that family and the cycles that they're here to break can be really useful for them on their own healing journey. These souls will have often been referred to by friends and family members as an old soul it's people energetically picking up on that vibrational frequency of there being an innate wisdom that this soul has within them. Even as a small child, they will have been referred to as an old soul. On an individual level, these souls will have their intuition, their internal guidance system turned on, usually to a very high degree. So they will often have access to one or more of the clair senses. The clairsenses are the psychic senses, so clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, and clairsentience predominantly. And oftentimes, especially as children, these individuals will have these intuitive gifts turned on. It's something that is just innate within them, and it's actually because they have brought it through from previous incarnations and previous development that they have experienced in those previous incarnations. It is very normal for these individuals to have had spontaneous out-of-body experiences or be able to astral project. And that can be something that, especially if it happens in childhood, it can be something that will really stay with that person as they grow up and go through life. And it can be sometimes quite a difficult experience to understand and process. So oftentimes they will shut down certain abilities until they come of an age where they feel more able to firstly understand and then to continue on with the development of those particular skills. These individuals will often have dreams or visions sometimes of life in other star systems. They may also have had experience of visitations, either in their conscious waking life or in the dream state, from beings that are not human. These individuals are often interested in ancient civilizations or looking back on history and saying, is that how it really happened? So a more alternative history. And this is because they don't always want to take what they are being told as truth. They have a deep desire to know truth for themselves and to really tune into that question of, does this resonate for me? These individuals may have found themselves really doing deep dive into things such as the topic of Lemuria and Atlantis. On a more personal level, Oftentimes, these souls are very drawn to holistic health and really maintaining the body through more natural means. Oftentimes, these individuals are also very sensitive to electronics. So they will often find that they receive static electricity when they 
brush past things or that electronics don't always like to work the most functional way that they can when these people are around. The last sign that I want to cover is they resonate really deeply with the term starseed. When they hear about the term starseed, when they understand that the soul may have had lifetimes within different star systems, it just resonates deeply to their core. Of course, these are some general overview signs of someone being starseed, someone having lifetimes within other star systems, and I do hope that you have found them helpful. Of course, every soul and every soul's journey is individual and unique, but I do hope that this has been insightful for you if you have been pondering whether or not you may be a starseed. I would of course love to hear from you all on social media if you have found this episode helpful. If you would like any specific star groups covering, I will be covering lots of different star groups over on my social media, but if you want me to do more of a deep dive on any specific star races, then just let me know. If you feel that this has really resonated with you and you want to understand more about your own soul's individual and unique journey, whether that is on Earth or off Earth, then please feel free to head over to the website and book a one-on-one -on -one session with myself for an Akashic Records reading. Alternatively, if you just want to come and learn how to access your own Akashic Records and how to get this type of information about your soul's journey for yourself, I am teaching my next live class in May. You can register for that over on the website. Any questions about that, please just let me know. It takes place over a Zoom call, so doesn't matter where you are located in the world. It's six sessions of around 90 minutes each. I do offer Q&A during those sessions, so sometimes we do go over the 90 minutes, but the aim is for a 90-minute class for six weeks. In that class, you're going to learn how to read and also how to undertake your own healing and clearing in your own Akashic Records. All of the details, all of my training one-on-one -on -one sessions can be found over on my website, which is linked in the show notes. Other than that, all that is left to say is I hope you all have a beautiful, restful weekend. Spring is almost upon us in the Northern Hemisphere, and I hope that the weekend brings you some sunshine and some rest and some joy.